Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Rant, Rave, and Read with me. My name is Tessa, and I'll be your host, and this week's book is Pierced Hearts by Aaron Sanders. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just get a trigger warning out of the way, because I probably will be swearing this during this episode. Anywho, um, this is a second chance romance with a lot of drama. Our hero's name is Pierce, and our heroine's name is Darby. They were essentially high school sweethearts, um... They got together when Darby was 17 and he was 19 or 20 and they were together for four years. During that time, um, she ended up getting pregnant. She had a pretty bad miscarriage and they ended up breaking up and she left town. Okay. So, during, we're now, we're now fast forwarding to 12 years and Darby has come back to town because her mom broke her hip and she wanted to come and help take care of her but she also is starting a new business venture um she is a successful like baker slash chocolatier and she's made a pretty good name for herself um i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you what happened and why darby left town so um when she was pregnant she wasn't planning she felt a lot of guilt because she she kind of felt like she was trapping pierce even though pierce didn't feel that way and both of them come from money. Well, she went, she found out, she did a blood test and found out that she was having a little boy. She, and she wanted to go over to his mom's house and help, have him help, have her help her surprise Pierce. Well, she walks in and she overhears his mom, dad, and his brother Miller pretty much talking to Matt, talking about how, um, it's a good thing that she has money because obviously she, like, she isn't trying to trap him that way but that it's suspect like she's talking trap crap saying essentially that she trapped him and that the it's a it's suspect that she's pregnant right now and all this stuff and so it made her feel really crappy about herself and she never told pierce what she walked in on but she started thinking that she was guilty and that was what people really thought about her and then she was anxious and she wasn't happy about the pregnancy when she was happy and she just had all these thoughts going around in her head and then she miscarried and so then she started, she broke up with him because she was filled with self-loathing at her, like, because she honestly thought that she, it was her fault that she lost the baby. And, like, she ended up leaving town, so she broke up with him, and then she left town, and she left town to go to a treatment center because she was actually so depressed that she was thinking, like, having suicidal tendencies, so her parents sent her away to get help. While she was there, she ended up, um... Her, she was always going to come back and ask for another chance, but she had to go away to essentially heal. And when she was getting ready to come back, which is about like 12, 14 weeks after she left, um, her brother drove down there because she has a twin brother to tell her that Pierce had knocked up an, someone else. Yeah, he had knocked up her nemesis, actually, the one person in their friend group that no one really liked and that always was hitting on Pierce. So she is absolutely freaking devastated, obviously. And she's like, well, I'm not fucking going home. Forget that. I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, she lost her baby. She had suicide tendency. She feels like it's her, all of this is her fault. And then he not only sleeps with this woman that she hates, but gets her pregnant. So it was like, that was something like, that's a harsh blow. And then 18 months later, he knocks up Connie again. Yeah, yeah. And you're probably thinking right now, like, Tessa, how the hell does this man come back from this? <laughs> Okay, well, I will give, one thing I will give uh, Pierce props for is he wore protection both times. So, essentially, Connie messed with the protection to get pregnant. Anyway, I don't, and I guess was on fertility drugs to, I guess, enhance her, I don't know. Because they literally, 
The thing with Connie and Pierce is they've only had sex twice. Okay? And both times their kids were conceived. And both times she was he was wearing condoms. So either Pierce has super sperm or Connie poked 87 holes in all the condoms and was taking every single fertility drug known to man. Or, or Pierce is just one really unlucky dude. It's one of those three. Anywho, back to the story. Um, so... And the reason Darby knows all of this is because Connie, this lovely, lovely lady, sent Darby birth announcements of both of the kids. Okay. So, Darby comes back to town. Pierce finds out she's back to town. Uh, back in town. Um, they have some pretty harsh words because Pierce is a dick. He really is pretty bad. But in his defense, in his mind, all he's thinking is, she dumped me and then skipped town. He doesn't know anything else. So, we'll give him that little smidgen, I guess. Anywho, so they're having, like, he shows up, they, like, and he's pretty harsh and mean to her, and she gives it back to him, telling him, like, you know, I was only gone 14 weeks and somebody else was having your baby. And then he finds out about the birth announcement, said, and he was, like, super livid, like, I'm gonna kill her. And she's just, like, why does it even matter anymore? Um, so that kind of happens, and the next thing that happens is, uh, the next run-in is that, uh, Darby is having dinner with a person that she's going to be going into business with and Pierce's family shows up and then Connie and her kids show up and she's about to have a panic attack and his brother Miller takes her outside where he just like oh my god Miller like honestly like Miller's a, just a dick you guys he really is and so he's like telling her that she's a selfish bitch and she should just do it like Pierce a favor and leave him alone and like he's just an ass so that is Darby's kind of breaking point. And she decides that night she goes to Pierce's house and she lays everything out on the line and she tells him exactly why she left town, what was going on, what she overheard them saying. And he is immediately filled with self-loathing. So it's dual point of view. So you get it's like, he is like, like shocked and angry. And he just starts spewing everything that happened at her about how he conceived his kids. Um, that he's only had sex with Connie twice, that he never replaced her, and that um, both times he used condoms and both times he was drunk, and that he knows that Connie messed with the condoms the second, like, for sure, the second time, um, and that he actually conceived, like, Cole was conceived in the bathroom at a bachelor party. So, yeah, Connie has no shame. She's also, like, really insane. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like, Connie is straight up, like, Glenn Close Fatal Attraction unstable. She, like, is always going on about how she wants them to be, move in together and be a two-parent household and that they, she needs their family to be back together. But they have never, ever been a family, ever. Like, Pierce took care of his responsibilities in the sense of being a dad, but they have never, ever been together. Like, he's never even kissed her, That if that tells you something. Anywho, um, after he unloads all that on Darby, Darby takes off and... Pierce ends up meeting up with his family where he tears them apart. His parents are immediately filled with, like, guilt for their part they played in it and stuff. And then Miller, though, is just being to alert dickhead Miller. And he's all like, I had a right to express my opinion instead of feeling bad. And he's like, oh, and he's kind of like, almost like, oh, boo, so sad for her. But that doesn't excuse. I don't, I don't know. He's just a, he's a dick. It takes him a while to not be a dick. And Pierce is pissed. And he's all like, I'm going to kick your ass. And his dad has to break it apart. And he tells, his mom goes, what can we do to help? And so he tells him that, like, Darby's hiding and that she needs 
he needs his mom to call and make a uh an order so that she has to go into work and miller goes what do you want from me he goes i want you to stay the hell away from me because i'm gonna kill you right right yeah anyways um so he goes and finally tracks darby down and he convinces her they start like they're not friends with benefits they are sleeping together like they start sleeping together really fast they're really like really fast but he's already convinced himself like i want her back i'm gonna get her back we're gonna be together i never stop loving her and this is it like i'm gonna make this work um darby is a little bit more re hesitant she's like sleeping with him and she kind of like i told you the truth because i wanted to step closure but i we this can't go anywhere there's too much history there's too much pain there's too much heartbreak like this will can't go anywhere but he's like, I'm going to prove you wrong. So that's kind of how the relationship starts. Is like, he pushes like, I'm going to prove you wrong. We're going to get together. It's going to be great. Like, just give me a chance. Just give me a chance. And another thing, throughout the book, like, you feel Pierce's self-loathing for how things went down. Like, you, and that's another thing that, like, helps, like, push you into, like, forgiving Pierce is, like, how much he hates himself for the part he played in destroying her. And so, um, uh, anyways, like, a big thing is he knows he needs to make a united front in front of the town and Connie that they're together. And so, she's, Darby's at a nail salon getting her nails done and Connie shows up talking smack because that's what Connie does. And Pierce shows up to make a big, like, scene and he, like, kisses Darby, tells her how beautiful she is, pays for her stuff, insults Connie. I mean... <laughs> pretty like it was pretty like intense and so that he has drawn the battle line and so they're like you know she's saying that he's gonna make it worse and uh he even gets into another fight with connie where he essentially tells her that she was a mistake and he said and she says you're telling me your our children are a mistake and he says no our children are a miracle you're a mistake so he's essentially saying i love my children i don't wish they were gone but i like you were a mistake and that's one thing I like about Pierce is, like, he never, ever throws that whole, I don't regret it because I have my kids line. I hate that line. I hate that line so much. And he's ne he never even thought that ever, right? Um, so, he doesn't bring up his kids a lot because he knows that's a hard subject for Darby. And um, he says something about her meeting the kids and she has a panic attack. And he says, you don't have any plans to meet my kids. And she's just like, I told you I don't think it will work. Um he convinces her that like so he finally t convinces her like this is far i don't like he browbeats her into agreeing to like meet them and he was gonna do it at her place her parents place and they could ride horses and there'd be a bunch of them because his kids are excited to meet her his daughter maya is nervous because i shouldn't say nervous his dot his daughter maya is on the fence because her mom is filling her head with all these lies about darby just like that she's a homeworker and a floozy and a bitch and she's like all these things all these things she shouldn't be telling an 11 year old but she's telling her this and, um, so she's, like, torn between listening to her mom and listening to her dad and knowing, like, what she should and shouldn't do. So she's kind of a brat, but she's also 11 and being, like, told things she shouldn't be being told. Cole is, like, 100%, like, Darby seems cool. I want to meet her. Um, so Darby's doing this, uh, festival type thing for her business. There's a bunch of, like, booths set up and, and Pierce has his kids that weekend. Um, he has his, the kids every other weekend. No, I'm sorry. Every other week, with so they have 50-50 custody, and on the weeks he has the kids, he talks to Darby, but they don't really see each other. Well, he doesn't realize she's on that side of the festival, and the kids come running because Cole knows who Darby is. 
because his mom, Connie, showed him a picture. And so excited, um, Darby, like, almost has a panic attack because Cole looks just like Pierce. Um, another thing that people should know is that I know some readers were really mad because Cole, or, I'm sorry, Pierce named Cole, um, what Darby wanted to name their, like, if they had a son, what she wanted to name their son. But I, I didn't have, okay, so, I know it's a hard blow for her, but it's hard for me to be mad at him about that because he named him after himself and his brother. So it's not like they just made up a name. Like, they, Darby and him were like, I really like the name John. Let's name our kid John. No, he, like, literally named his son after himself. So you can't really be mad at a guy for naming his kid after himself, you know? And, like I said, in his mind, Darby just kind of ghosted him. But, anywho, back to the story. So she kind of reins it in because, I mean, what's she going to do? She's in the middle of business. And then the next day, they come over to her house to go horseback riding. And she's very distant and reserved. She has this heart-to-heart with his mom where she essentially says that... Because his mom tells her that she... Well, okay, so his mom apologizes to her because his mom had a miscarriage. And he and she wished she was there for Darby more because she knew the pain. And then they were talking about having other kids and how that makes you feel a little bit better and then she said yeah I wouldn't know that because I didn't have kids but Pierce did and she goes I admit that because I my baby came in the form of a fur ball which she has a dog named runner that she's like very very protective of so she's being kind of distanced after that um Dar uh Pierce's dad pretty much tells him dude you need to back off I feel like you're pushing her too hard like this and he goes I'm just trying to make up for lost time because in Pierce's mind like he's like we lost 12 years I don't want to lose anymore and his dad goes yeah but it's not just about you Pierce it's about her too and I feel like you're kind of take like you're being too you're moving too fast for her call your mom his mom pretty much tells him that um Darby feels that Connie could give him something that she couldn't so he goes and he talks to Darby and he tells her that about how he wasn't happy with any of the pregnancies, that he was very depressed and he felt guilty and he hated himself and he wasn't proud of the man that he was and that each time he held his kids in his hand for the first moment he thought of like their baby and what their baby would, would have looked like and he wished that they were her kids. So that he was essentially telling her that Connie couldn't heal that part of him because um, he still missed what their baby, their, he still missed their baby and that um, he wasn't, I guess, happy with the pregnancy. He says, I love my kids, but I was not happy about this. So that's like a turning point for them. They decide like, and that's when they, Darby finally decides she's going to be all in that she, even though she's going to Colorado for, oh, I guess. So she's going to Colorado because she's on a business venture. And I think they're like in a, they're in a Southern state, I think like South Carolina or something. And so she has to go over there to start a new business venture. And they decide they're going to figure out how to do this long term and that they're really in it together. The next thing that happens is Pierce convinces her to go on vacation with him and his kids. She says she'll come up for the day. He says stay for, he wants her to stay for the weekend. She does says no, but his kids like pretty much convince her and they have like a really good time and uh Maya's finally like warming up to Darby like she likes Darby but she feels like I said she feels like she needs to be loyal to her mom and her mom's having such a hard time with it you guys a hard time and so uh but they really get close that weekend and stuff and then uh Pearson's proposing to her and so they're engaged and everything's grand well, then, um, Darby is at, I believe they're still at 
I don't think they're on vacation, so I think they're at Pierce's house. But anyways, uh, Connie finds out about the engagement, and she calls Maya, and she starts freaking out. And Maya starts trying to tell her all the th positive things, and about how they love each other, and that it'll be good, and everything, and that nothing really changes. And Connie somehow convinces her that she's alert, definitely allergic to dogs, and that she needs to get run her out of the house before she he gets hair on Maya, or Connie could die. So Maya... As an 11-year-old, instead of going to her dad and saying, like, her mom's doing this, she, like, in a fit of panic, pushes Runner outside of the house. Well, Pierce was in the shower. Okay, so they're running around looking for Runner, and then, like, Darby asks what's going on, and Pierce says that Runner escaped the house. So they're looking, looking, and all of a sudden, Runner gets hit by a car. But don't worry, he doesn't die. He doesn't die, but yeah, he gets hit by a car. And so she runs there to get him, and... Maya's bawling hysterically. She's trying to tell him it's okay. It's an accident. And then she looks at Pierce and realizes that Pierce looks guilty. And then she just loses it. Because Pierce was going to lie and cover for his her, his daughter and tell and tell Darby that Runner just escaped. So she, she just unloads on him talking about how he needs to get his parenting in check. That she's old enough to know right from wrong. And that if her mother has this big of a hold on her that he has bigger problems than he need, Then he realizes that he needs to... um pretty much pulls his head out of his ass and that she says, you love me, you say you love me and you want to start a family with me. Um, she's like, there's no way in hell I would bring a baby into this fa um, into this family when your ex-buddy controls uh, your children the way that she does. And then she leaves and takes him to the vet where he gets stitches in there telling him that he's going to be okay and he gets sent home. Pierce takes the kids to his parents' house, goes to Darby, like apologizes, but this is like, puts his butt in gear and he realizes like, I need to be firmer. I need to, like, stop being so lax when it comes to my parenting style, and I need to, like, be more firm with Connie, because, you know, Connie's having issues. So, he gets a lawyer involved. He's like, you know, we're going back to week to week. I'm not giving you extra money anymore. This is a set child support, and I want our daughter to see a psychologist, because, like, I want to make sure, like, you're messing with her head, and I don't like it. Um, eventually, like, you know, Maya sees Darby apologizes, says she's really sorry, and that, that she was wrong and that she doesn't like that she did that and she and like she feels so guilty and all this kind of stuff and Darby doesn't tell her it's okay but she says we learn from our mistakes essentially you know and and she's worried and she says something like my dad will you please forgive me because if you forgive me my dad will, will stop hating me and then like Darby tells her like your dad doesn't hate you my own they have this heart to heart and then so everything's good then uh Darby has to go to Colorado um for her business, Pierce drives her, and it's really hard for them to be away, but they're, like, on a better communicating, uh, grounds, and, um, Connie's pulling her shit, like, trying to play a victim, um, they're in a nasty custody battle, going to court, um, she's saying, like, pulling this, like, he's emotional, he was emotionally abusive, or whatever, and that she just wanted her family to be under the same roof and, like, just spinning the story. Um, and eventually she leaves out all these, like, diary entries and little notes for Maya to find, which essentially shows how Maya was conceived. And that she thought it would back, that it would make her mad at Pierce, but actually it made her almost hate herself. So she convinces Cole to run away. Darby comes, helps to look for the kids. Um... They find him at Darby's house where she, Maya starts bawling, saying that she's so sorry that that they ruined his life because if they weren't born, then he would have been with Darby. And it, like, absolutely devastates Darby because, like, and she hates Connie for doing that to her. So, um, Connie's still being a bitch, still like, mm-hmm, my shit don't stink, whatever. Um, she tells 
she finally does come uh the kids don't want to see her they say that they want to live with their dad so they um they tell the cops that um her she finally has to tell her parents that she did that her and pierce never had a relationship and that she did purposely get pregnant and that she thought because she thought if she got pregnant that he might want to have one with her so that she did purposely get pregnant they are like baffled that her daughter really was like oh my god they go back to court the court pretty much is like connie's insane you can have so they give pierce 75 percent custody her 25 percent. i have no idea why they would not go for full because she's unhinged she does not get better throughout the series in case you were wondering um darby and pierce get married and then they're pregnant and yeah yay happily ever after um i like the one thing okay so i gave this four stars the one thing i really didn't like about it was that the pushy of the kids on her because it was not like she had a traumatic they had a traumatic backstory like you can't just shove your kids at someone like that i also i guess i didn't mention this before but he would he said that like essentially trying like I don't want to say he was trying to make it partly Darby's fault, but him and Connie would get drunk. Like, the bathroom scene where she got pregnant with Sam, like, with Cole, that was totally, like, that was probably taking advantage, I would say, because he was drunk and she was not. But when she got conceived, Maya, they were both drunk in a field. And, but he's trying to say that it was essentially kind of Darby's fault because he was in a crappy mind space. And if she wouldn't have left, then he would have, like, Connie would have never, like, sucked her claws into him or some crap. It was, like, I hated that. And it brought, I brought up, like, a few times about how it was kind of, dark, like, Darby should share part of that guilt. And I was like, no, she shouldn't. You're a grown-ass man. You make your own choices. What the hell? Come on. Like, come on. That, that annoyed me. So that brought it down to a four. But I do like this book. I will say that. Um. Oh, and a Miller ended up. Another thing I like is Miller did end up apologizing because he decided he was going to be Team Darby and, like, his brother's like, you need to apologize and make it right with her. And she just forgave him. And I was like, no, Miller was a dick. You don't just be like, oh, you you got her flowers and you said you were sorry and that's enough. Like, no, not cool. He deserved at least one throat punch. I will, like, so yeah. Those are what I didn't like. But in general, I, like, it's hard to hate Pierce. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's hard to hate him because from his point of view... She dumped him and then left town. Okay? And then when he finds out the truth, he is so upset, you guys. He's so filled with self-loathing and remorse and guilt. And even, like, he even tells, like, Darby, like, um, like, when I went back to him saying, like, I give him credit for never, ever saying, um, I don't regret it because I have my kids. Because Darby says something like, he said, I should when she left everything to come and help him find his kids she goes i can't believe you you dropped everything to come to me she goes well you needed me and he just like gets so absolutely devastated and he said you needed me 12 years ago and i didn't go after you and she goes we're not going back pierce we're not going back and he said i should have went after you i should have went after you and he she goes well if you wouldn't have went after me you wouldn't have pierce and or you wouldn't have cole and maya and he goes but that's not any consolation like, I love my kids, but that's not any consolation. And he's, like, completely, absolutely devastated over this. And, uh, and it, that goes throughout the next couple books, you guys. Like, he still has these moments of intense guilt and grief and remorse for the pain that he put her through. So it's hard to hate him because he's so 100% about her. Like, he loves this woman and he's going to do whatever he, he can to make her happy. So it's really hard to hate him for that. But, yeah, he definitely had some asshole moments. 
But yeah, anyway, so that is Pierced Hearts by Aaron Sanders. Um, Next week's book is, I got a bunch of Harley Quinns that I have not read that someone gave me. So we're going to see how this one is. And it's called Passionate Retribution by Kim Lawrence. So we will see how this one is. Um, as always, uh, feel free to reach out via email. Listen to the episode description with any thoughts, opinions, recommendations. Or on my Facebook or, Inst my Facebook or Instagram page. And until next time, I will see you later.